This is Get Real About Marketing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to our brand new podcast. I'm Mia, a graphic designer, and I'm joined today by Amy. Hi everyone, I'm Amy. I am a digital marketing apprentice and we both work for a digital marketing agency called Real, based in Cheshire. Uh, We're so excited to bring you along this journey, um, hopefully educate you a little bit, as well as having some fun. And educating ourselves. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, please bear with us, this is our first ever podcast, so a little bit nervous, a little bit excited, probably going to get the giggles at some point too. But, you know, we shall try our best. So, Amy, what are we talking about today? So, we are talking about marketing in the metaverse and what that could potentially mean uh, for marketers, uh, marketing as a whole. Um, It might open up some opportunities, there might be some drawbacks, but that is what we're going to discuss today. Uh, See what brands are doing, what they're already utilising this space for, and just taking a, a deeper look into it all. No, I'm excited to tackle this one because um, I don't know about you, but I'm not too sure about the metaverse just yet. But I'm, um, I'm really excited, actually. I know there's a lot that we we don't know yet, but I'm really looking forward to having this new space and being able to get creative. But yeah, I know a lot of people are sceptical about it, including yourself. Yeah, well, it's just so new. What's it going to mean? Oh, you know, is this going to take over our whole lives in the future? Will I ever go outside ever again? I don't know, but I guess this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to learn about it a bit more. Maybe by the end of this, I will be all for it. Maybe I might be sceptical. Who knows? We might switch. Uh, so probably start off with, what is the metaverse? The metaverse, it is actually defined as an immersive digital environment populated by virtual avatars representing actual people. So there's some people already using this space, some brands. Uh, a lot of them aren't on it yet. They might have, might have seen the big announcement. Um, what, from uh, Mark? From Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so Meta are investing a huge amount to make these digital environments almost lifelike. Uh, so Meta, for you, for those of you that don't know, are Facebook. Yep, it's their new venture. They have um, completely renamed themselves, remarketing themselves as Meta, um, so they can prepare themselves for this new venture, I guess. Yeah, so I don't know about you, but I'm just so excited to see where it can actually take us. Like, are we all going to be working in the Metaverse? Are we going to have virtual offices, how it's actually going to work, how a a pair of glasses is going to completely submerge me into this sort of world that isn't real. Well, I I mean, that's another thing. Like, if I've got my glasses on and I'm walking around outside, am I just going to be completely somewhere else? Or what? I don't know. This is what gets me. Yeah, so obviously... Today we're going to be talking about marketing in the metaverse and and what that could mean. So we obviously don't know a lot about that at the moment. It's not a space that people are using very often. Um, So there's been some uses of the metaverse already, uh, but these are by bigger brands. So we've uh, got some examples of brands that are already utilising it. So we'll start off with Gucci. Ah, Gucci. Gucci in the Gucci garden. <laughs> yeah. So they've teamed up with Roblox in May 2021 
uh, and hosted a Gucci garden. Which is, well, it was a two-week art installation aimed at younger people. Obviously, the target audience of Roblox are... This is age... 17 to 24 years old which I was surprised at yeah it's something that I sort of used a few times when I was really young but it's not never really crossed my mind at this sort of age to use Roblox um so to find that information out I'm not surprised that Gucci are going to use that platform uh it was 27 percent of users uh, are aged 21 and 30 that um, shocks me so they have over 42 million daily active users with 3.4 billion gamers worldwide. So I'm not really surprised then that Gucci have tried to tap into this market because it's quite lucrative. Yeah. If they can uh, access these younger younger demographics, they're going to open up a whole new, you know. Definitely. So in the Gucci garden, I didn't attend this myself. I wasn't aware of this. Um but I've seen some sort of videos online and, you know, had a quick look into what it was. So it was a space where Roblox users could enter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could try on, view, purchase digital Gucci products to dress their avatars. Um, so it did come at a price, but I think it was a really low price. I can't remember what the equivalent was in yeah, I think we did a um, did a little bit of digging just to have a look because I'm not familiar with Roblox. Um, I think some of the items you could get, I think eighty credits or eighty Robux, <laughs> um, and that was a, probably the equivalent to about ninety nine p. So, so it's relatively cheap. So that's definitely a good way to get Roblox users um, sort of engaged and wanting to come to the event because it's such a premium brand. Yes. Like, who, yeah. Who wouldn't want to be involved if they can get their digital merchandise for the equivalent to a pound? Um, So once they'd bought these products, they could make their way through a virtual world that Gucci had put together called the Gucci Garden. And as they walked through different parts of the world, uh, their their avatars would absorb an element from that sort of area which i thought was really yeah. cool so i like that i think um because we had a bit of a explore of this the game not the gameplay the walkthrough and um there was kind of gucci um pieces of gucci history dotted around and yeah. people could learn about who they were which i really liked thought that was really interesting yeah um, especially they, for that audience was it some sort of um marketing campaigns that that was um all over the walls. Yeah. So they could click on that and find out more information on previous campaigns, which I thought was was really, really cool. Yeah, it's clever as well, because, again, <clears throat> you've got to assume that this audience, because they're so young, don't have a really know who Gucci are. Um, so to have stuff like that dotted around, I think, was really um, a good move Definitely. on their behalf. So that was Gucci's use of uh, a metaverse obviously this wasn't a a vr experience Uh, this was just on a normal computer screen um so the users weren't actually fully submerged which is what uh, meta are trying to achieve the the whole sort of vr experience and actually being present in this digital world um so 
moving on, the next brand that I've started to uh, use the metaverse are Coca-Cola. So they teamed up with Taffy. Taffy are 3D avatar creators. Mm-hmm. Um, so Coca-Cola teamed up with them and got the team at Taffy to to create these um, digital items. So so they labelled these as NFTs. NFTs. Yeah, yeah, Amy, you know a lot more about these than me. So NFTs are non-fungible tokens, which are just digital files stored on a blockchain. So that just means it's a picture or an item, audio, anything that's a digital file. Uh, so Coca-Cola sort of sold these NFTs um, on an auction. So users could bid on loot boxes. I think what happened was they didn't know what was inside of these loot boxes and the users would bid, not knowing, mm-hmm. and if they won the bid, they'd be gifted with items. So they made over $1 million from doing this, which wow. I think is absolutely crazy. Um, and in these loot boxes were just items such as custom wearable bubble jackets. So this is digital apparel that could mm-hmm. be worn in an open source gaming platform called Decentraland. Uh, that's just a virtual uh, digital 3D world. So that was the whole point in that, and that was just them utilising their brand and creating these these 3D wearable items for people's avatars, and they made over a million dollars for yeah, it's, it's That is a lot, and I think, again, it just shows... I mean, the metaverse hasn't even fully become a thing yet. Like, it's still very early, very new, and um, these brands are already making so much profit. I think it just shows that this is going to be a really... Um, like a really important platform for when it yeah, really definitely. comes out there. The users want to engage with this sort of thing uh, because they, for participating, there was a, I think there was a chance that they could win some sort of Coca-Cola fridge yeah. for life or yeah. something. Well, that's so, a, that was a real thing, Yeah, wasn't I think it? that was a real fridge, just yeah. for participating. Uh, obviously not everybody would get that, but it was sort of an incentive to actually be involved. Uh, I can imagine that they were auctioned at quite a high price, oh, yeah, so yeah. I don't think maybe maybe it could have been, but I don't think it would have been aimed towards a younger audience. But I'm not too sure how much they sold for, so that's definitely one to look out for. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the next use is Balenciaga. Uh, they actually teamed up with Fortnite. Um, so they. The players in Fortnite could actually purchase digital outfits inspired by real-life Balenciaga pieces. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, they opened up, I think it was a week-long virtual booty. Um, yeah, it was live for one week. So they could purchase items as well as another incentive to get them involved. They could actually unlock items okay. for free, such as the, the Balenciaga Triple S trainers yes <laughs> if you've heard of those no not no <laughs> no um so again it's just a great way to to build that sort of exposure for your brand and if you can actually host these virtual events i'm not too sure how often they happen on platforms like fortnite and 
and roadblocks and, and things like that I'm not too sure but if you can build something yeah. sort of exciting that's going to want you know people are going to want to be a part mm-hmm. of it's it's such a great way to sort of build that exposure I mean I don't know how you feel from a design point of view because obviously I think we spoke before and you said you haven't done much 3D design no. before <laughs> so no that would, would that be a sort of challenge for you? Would you would you be willing to give these things a go? Because again, it's something completely different. Yeah. And if this is going to be like the the new way of life, sort of, you know, do you think it would be easy to adapt to? Or I think it's definitely an interesting question because if this really does take off, what is it going to mean? You know, I'm always up for adapting and changing and learning new things. I think that'll definitely be a challenge, though. Yeah. Because you've seen me draw. <laughs> um, but no, I'd love to. I think it's definitely interesting. And um, I guess we'll have to see, because yeah, nobody knows just yet. It's gone, it'll be going from doing one sort of single project to, you know, relatively simple. I know you're really talented. It's oh. simple for you, not for me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, to, to build in this whole world. Yeah. And, and I don't know how things are going to work. Is it going to be roaming around the streets? Are we going to be able to use billboards yeah. in the metaverse if we're walking around? Can we showcase our brands that sort of way? I mean, that would hopefully be relatively simple for, for brands. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure. it's, just a guy, it's just one big question mark at the moment. It's yeah. definitely interesting to... Yeah, it's exciting. Back to the Balenciaga and Fortnite partnership... They actually created, and I, I think this is amazing, uh, they created a 3D billboard in, in London, New York, Tokyo. It was a dog called Shady Doggo. I can't with Shady Doggo, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what, um, what, na- what kind of a name is Shady Doggo? <laughs> it was a, was it a curved billboard? Yeah, so it looked like it was on the corner of a building. And um, so the way they'd done it, it was as though this character was inside of this concrete building and was kind of peering out and staring at the people on the street, which, I mean, whilst creepy, very, very clever. Definitely. I think we just found it on YouTube. It's quite easy to find if anybody's interested. Um, But I thought it was just such a cool way to um, sort of advertise it. Um, The use of, like, 3D effects and Mm, visuals and... And sort of tying that into the metaverse, that is almost what users are going to experience. So I thought that was such a great way to sort of get that out there. Very little wording yeah. at all. I don't think there was any other than the Balenciaga on the hoodie that was on. I mean, even if people are walking past and they've got no idea who Balenciaga are or who Fortnite is, they're still going to look at that and think, whoa, what is that big yeah dog doing so it's definitely a way to catch attention and after seeing that i'd probably want to go and investigate the metaverse see what it's all about because that would get me excited yeah definitely um so what do you feel about it now (laughs) after having this little chat are you still feeling quite skeptical i'm definitely still uh, skeptical i think the way brands use it is very clever because it's um you know you're not just it's not just physical anymore. You've got a completely new way to make money, sell things. So um, from a brand's perspective, you sort of yeah. think it's going to be a step forward, but you're not too sure personally. No, yeah, I don't know. I just think, you know, what's it going to mean? 
I don't know if I want to substitute. Well, maybe I'm being a bit too on the virtual reality side. Maybe I'm being naive and I expect it to take over my normal life. I would. I just don't know. I mean, I'd love to get your opinion because obviously you are more on the marketing side. What do you think it's going to mean for different audiences? Obviously, older audiences may not want to. Yeah, I think there's definitely going to be a divide in the uh, the demographics and the age of users. Um, I know, for instance, my nan will hop on a bus. She will go shopping. Um, she will see advertisements everywhere. Not you know, not much digital thing. She doesn't use a phone too much. Um, so she won't be using a VR headset. She won't mm. be submerging into this this virtual world. Um, I'd say that my my mum's age, yeah. I think it would be pretty half and half. Um, there's people her age that will be all up for it, quite tech-savvy, um, my mum is not. Yeah. I don't think she'll she'll take an interest in that whatsoever. Um, whereas I think people my age, sort of younger, um, will definitely be open to it. I think that there's going to be much more users yeah. uh, and the younger uh, demographic uh, using this. So I definitely think there's going to be a sort of divide. And I don't think it'll probably be a place to market to older generations. No. But who knows? Yeah, who it knows? It could absolutely transform the world. Would it mean, you know, if the metaverse really takes off, are brands and things going to prioritise that? Are they going to maybe forget about... But that? That's a really interesting you know. point, actually. I think maybe when it first comes around there's definitely going to be some sort of excitement there the more people that are using it I, I know me personally I don't have the devices to you know submerge myself into a, a digital world through VR I don't have that sort of thing yet uh, but I definitely think initially if a big thing is made of it there's going to be a lot of excitement yeah. around I think yeah. brands will be utilising it from the get go so I think it'll be pretty split I don't think they will start outside of the metaverse okay but maybe if it develops significantly who knows who knows i think that's our favorite phrase this uh, episode <laughs> who knows we will probably be finding out more in the years to come i think when did when's their timeline what did they say was it 10 oh, to 15 yeah, years something like that wasn't it yeah so i think we're a long way off yet but it's definitely interesting that brands have already Dipping their toe in yeah. to that not pool. into VR but into a into a digital world yeah. and creating these sort of experiences and, and holding events. And already it's proven a big success. So I think if that's anything to go by, we've got to watch this space. Definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. And we will see you soon. Hopefully, if we get picked up for episode two. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much.